Thank you for checking out this episode of Raised on the Radio. If you like what you hear, do us a favor and hit that subscribe button on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts and give us that five-star rating. Maybe even leave a review to let others know what you think of the show. And while you're at it, give us a like and a share on the socials and tell all your friends about Raised on the Radio. Raised on the Radio has a promo code for one of the best nutrition and supplement companies in the business for you to use. Whether you're looking for a custom oatmeal, a multivitamin, a great tasting protein that you can order by the pound, or simply looking for a company you know you can trust to send you the best quality products available, True Nutrition has you covered. Just go to truenutrition.com, look at all of the great products, place your order, and when you go to make your payment, type in C-E-P-N in the promo code box for 5% off of your entire order. It is that easy. Raised on the Radio's listenership continues to grow with every episode. We are always looking for great sponsorship and collaboration opportunities. If you or anyone you know has a business they are trying to grow and want to jump on board with us, email us at raisedontheradiostl at gmail.com. We would love to connect with you. If you would like to get a hold of Patrick Blair or myself, you can reach out through email or on the social medias. You can reach us at raisedontheradiostl at gmail.com or on the Raised on the Radio's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok pages. We also have a new website where you can find all of our content. Head on over to RaisedOnTheRadioSTL.com. As always, if you have any questions, concerns, comments, or topics you would like to get our thoughts on, do not hesitate to reach out. And now, let's get into this episode. Hey everybody, thank you for checking out this episode of Raised on the Radio. I am one half of this show. I am Colt Brocato, my good friend Patrick Blair in Zoom land as usual. Patrick, I have a question for you this morning, or this evening, oh. I'm sorry, this evening. Let's see. Do you know the singer Kate Bush? Slightly. Sli- no, I, I couldn't tell you much about her. Slightly. No. Okay. Well, I'm just, I want to I get your thoughts on this. So, one of her songs that was from 1985 is in the newest season of Stranger Things. So... She's probably forgotten about. I, I mean, do you do you know what her like one of her big songs is? Do you know anything about her? Do you know any of her songs at all? No, play me one. Okay, I actually have it pulled up. Here we go. So this was uh, running up that hill. This was a a big one by her. Yeah, I figured I pulled up the chorus because I figured you may. Were you playing that from a cassette player from 1984, <laughs> or what just happened? No, that, I mean that was from YouTube. Whoa! It was considered um, a Stranger Things version, but it's got like almost eight million views on it right now. Yeah, well, Stranger Things is takes place in the 80s, so why wouldn't sure. they use an 80s song? Where are you going with this? I'll shut up. <laughs> Well, so uh, this is from, let's see, Quartz.com. So it says, since it was featured in the fourth season of the Netflix show Stranger Things, Kate Bush's 1985 single, Running Up That Hill, has jumped up the Billboard charts and into 1.8 million short videos on TikTok. The song, uh, which underscored a dramatic scene, blah, 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 blah. Let's see. 
Over the course of the song's history, Running Up That Hill has been streamed 465 million times globally and 147 million times in the U.S. So, uh, it's been streamed that many times since being on the show? Uh, it just says over or the just course. Total. It says over the course of the song's history. Okay. But then uh, it okay. show. But then it shows. Let's see. Uh, the song has seen a sixteen thousand eight hundred and sixty-seven percent streaming increase. Yeah, man. That's insane. And I was try- I'm trying to pull up how much she's made. Uh, estimates that Bush has made two point three million dollars in streaming royalties between May twenty seventh and June twenty third. Good for her. A song in 1985. Well, that happens all the time. You know, a song goes in a commercial or it goes in in a soundtrack or it goes in something and then it kind of blows up a little bit. Like a Fireball commercial or a Call of Duty commercial. Isn't that how it works? I fucking hate everything. (laughs) That's a callback. I hate it all. That's a callback. (laughs) I hate it all. That is a callback. Yes, sir. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, uh, so the, the song you just played me, I, I actually read, was that from this season? Yeah. Was it while they were, have you watched it? I haven't. I try. I, okay. I got about halfway through the first episode, but that's as far as I've gotten. You know, what's funny is I think it was a scene where, there, where they were at a roller rink. And I remember commenting to my wife. I was like, this song is rad. Didn't know I it, it sounded it sounded familiar to me, but not enough for me to be like, oh, that's Kate Bush, right? Which is it was kind of funny, and the whole reason that I thought it was cool is I don't know if you're into this phenomenon, but I am obsessed. There are these videos that are going around on TikTok and on Instagram of people at roller rinks just fucking partying. I mean, getting down, choreographed dance moves on skates and shit. Okay. And they're like white dudes, like owning this shit. I'm like, what the fuck? I want to go there. I, every time I see one, I immediately send it to my wife. I'm like, where is this roller, roller rink and how do we go? We need to be there. That's a party. I grew up going to roller rinks. Yeah. Like, you know, it will always be. I don't want to say I had my first kiss there, but I know I probably had my first sloppy kiss at a roller <laughs> rink. And like. Dude, but the scene in, in the scene that I'm talking about in Stranger Things, it was it just made me go, oh, man, that was such a better time when kids would get all dressed up and go to the roller rink and they would be anyway, that you're w- too young for that. Yeah. Right. Did you grow up going? Well, you live in the woods. We had we I mean, had I, we had a few roller rinks around my area. We did. probably right next to the drive in movie theater. Right. Uh, no, you have to go, you have to travel a little ways to get to the drive. Christ, I was kidding. And there's a drive-in movie theater for real. Uh, I mean, you have to drive a little ways. It's probably about a half an hour from me, but you know. So you're saying you did? Yeah. Now you were, were you a roller skates or a roller blade guy? Always. You had to be blades. I, you just look like a goof. fucking chump. What? Be a real man and put on roller skates. All right. Would you? I did. I don't think you understand what the statement is that you just made. That didn't make any sense. Be a man and put on roller skates. I stand, I stand by the statement I just made. Well, in all these videos that I'm talking about, uh-huh. all the dudes are wearing roller skates. There are no roller blades. Those, th- the, those th- Isn't the stopper like on the front or the little brake stopper on the front of skates? Yeah, but you can take it off. Oh, okay. I just know that I would fall on my face. If you put on roller skates, yeah. Plus, how long versus has it been? How long has it been since you put on a pair of roller skates or roller blades? It's been a long time. A long, a long time. time. Yeah. yeah, it's been a long time. 
Yeah. Bill Burr has that joke where he was like, he tells a joke where it's like, everybody started calling rollerblading gay. And then all the dudes in America that had rollerblades threw them away. And now there are 8 million pairs of rollerblades at the bottom of the ocean. Something like that. I butchered his bit, but he says something like that. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, that makes sense. I'm trying, I was trying to think of a song that recently, well, the, the TikTok video of the dude with the ocean spray, the Fleetwood Mac song. Oh yeah. That's I right. can't enter the billboard charts because of that TikTok. TikTok famous is a real thing, man. Yeah. If your music blows up on TikTok, man, I'm trying. No one cares. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. Maybe we need to put a Rocky Rocky song as a backing track to one of our videos. I'm most certain that we have. Have you? Okay. Well, you normally take care of that, so. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, no, I have. Okay. You know, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> and it didn't blow didn't up. Think... I, that's confusing. I don't understand. Yeah, I can't, I can't imagine. Can't imagine no one, anyone not knowing who that is. Um, <laughs> yeah, that, that reminds me. I didn't really, I haven't finished it yet, but I'm not really into this season of Stranger Things. I've heard mixed reviews. Um, I got bored fast. Yeah. I like I said I've heard mixed reviews I've heard some people say I absolutely did not want it to end um which I mean those people I guess you're fine because isn't the the second part of the season coming in like a week I have no idea I need to I need to finish this up before I even attempt yeah that but it's okay it, it, you know I really liked it well you know I shouldn't say that it, it's okay it's okay do you let your do you let your son watch it I would, but no, he has not. Okay. Yeah. That was another reason why we got through like half of the first episode. I don't even know if my son could even comprehend anything on it, but it's still like, you know, there's some pretty gory stuff going on even in that first episode. And I'm like, ah, maybe, maybe we don't do this. I'd rather not my kid not turn out to be a psychopath. I mean, we've had far worse on the television than Stranger Things while he's been in the room. So yeah. Yeah. Stranger Things would be tame at this point. (laughs) It's fine. Yeah. Kate Bush. What does she have another hit? So that that actually was legitimately a hit in 1984. I think so. I mean, that's the only thing that I know of, of and I don't. I haven't. Don't have anything else pulled up to see that article, which is by who? I think it's like Quartz.com. Fuck is that? I don't. Um, know. I don't know. But it did say that it re-entered the Billboard charts. Correct. Um. Did it? I don't know what i read let's see i thought you used those words i might i possibly did uh okay hey hang on over the course of the song's history it has been streamed 465 million times globally 147 million now, times i'll go back to the, the beginning US, which collects data for the billboard charts um you said back to the beginning. I don't see anything about. I thought I remember you saying it oh, in the beginning. You're, I'm it sorry. Doesn't. I did. I did. It has jumped up the Billboard charts and into 1.8 million short videos on TikTok. Yeah. Jumped up, but not back into. I heard it differently. Either way. Yeah. Well, what do we do? So, TikTok clearly is the way to go. Well, I can. Well, I can tell you this. So, her the song running up that hill. Right now, it's it, this is the top streaming songs at 31 million is where she's at. Second is Future featuring Drake and Tim's Wait For You, which is 27 okay. million. 
Harry Styles, Coldplay, Bad Bunny, Joji, Lil Nas, Lizzo, and Jack Harlow. That's the top 10, and running up that hill is beating the second place by 4 million. Hearing you read some of these names is the highlight of my week. Did I say them wrong? I don't know. I'm going to let you figure that out for yourself. The only one that kind of... I don't could have been wrong was Joji. Is that a I don't even is that a person? Is that a name? Like a real name? I don't know. But do you want to know? Do you want to know the top TikTok top TikTok songs this week? Yes. As of yes. 4 40 a.m. this morning. Am I gonna know any of them besides this Kate Bush song? Kate Bush is number five. Oh, okay. Running up that hill, a deal with God. Can we just shorten that title? Uh, and it has 17.3 million views on TikTok, and it's in 42 popular videos. Okay. Number one is Love You So by The King Con and Barbecue Show. I have no idea who that is. In- 83.3 million views. Number two, Monkeys Spinning Monkeys by Kevin McLeod and Kevin the Monkey. million views. Does this make you hate TikTok a little more? I mean, it's not going to make me like it. Uh, Joji, number seven, Glimpse of Us. Joji, that's what I said. I guess that's right. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if I'm saying it right, but and there are a lot of songs that are just in different languages, like written in. Yep. So don't ask me. Gotcha. Harry Styles, number twenty. Hmm. Yeah, not a lot of uh, shit I've heard of on here. Gotta be honest. It's a lot of like, wait, Kate Bush is on it twice. She's number 35 also. I guess it's a remaster. Oh, okay. Oh, good God. Oh, the Beat Nuts. Say what? You know who the Beat Nuts are? No. Come on, bro. They're a hip-hop group. Uh, hip-hop duo, I should say. Not necessarily a group. Uh, say a Cabo featuring Method Man. The remix is number 37 on the list with 15.7 million views. That makes me happy. Tyler, the creator. Anyway. You know what? Oh, shit. Rocky Rocky, number 57. Where's my fucking paycheck? Anyway. <laughs> number 57 with 2,000 views. Sweet. What were you looking at? What was the chart that you were looking at? I googled top TikTok songs this week. And Rocky Rocky is on there? It's amazing how you <laughs> were on episode 109 <laughs> and you still haven't picked up on my sarcasm. No, no it, was, it was a joke, but you almost ha- made it believable because you picked a random number, like 57. That's just... That's how I do it. <laughs> Professional bullshitter, bro. Yeah. Do you do you want to sample the number one song on TikTok that has 83 million views on TikTok, but only 300 something thousand on YouTube, which is bizarre. Have you heard this song? Do you know what it I've sounds never like? heard this song before? OK, then sure. I mean, let's do it together. You ready? Uh huh. The King Con <laughs> and Barbecue Show. Ready? Uh huh. Who do you think is King Con and who do you think is Barbecue Show? I mean, I would think... It or are would... they both the barbecue show? That dude on the left looks like he was the younger kid, uh, the younger bully in A Christmas Story that grew up. I mean, they're dressed the same, but... 
Actually, okay. you know, I could see that. <laughs> and the dude on the right just gets to be out of focus. They're like, fuck yeah. you, bro. <laughs> okay. Is that hat made of metal? I like his hat. Am I going to lie? <laughs> the hat is dope. The hat is dope. Actually, you know what? <laughs> the entire way that he's dressed, minus the scarf, I'm into. But anyway. You're, you like the I, salmon pants? Love the salmon pants, and I'm glad you <laughs> called them salmon and not pink. Good for you for actually knowing your Crayola colors. Ready? Oh my gosh. Yep. Go ahead. Okay, that's terrible. God. I mean, I you know, forgive me, but Jesus. <laughs> I don't want to be a hater, but you don't well, want to be. There's the number either. one song on uh TikTok right now, folks. So that, I would imagine that they're what do they have? Six thousand subscribers on YouTube? Uh I let me see. Yeah. Uh, well, seven thousand. Yeah. So is there like a challenge or something going on that this is attached to? That that in that no in that being why it's such a big song or I mean I'm sure, yeah. There's gotta be something. There's some form of video that's trending right now that it's part of, I'm sure, yeah. Yeah. Huh. So have, you, is, have you ever heard of them before? The King Con and Barbecue Show. I have not. Apparently I don't listen to uh what the kids listen to, even though both those guys look older than me. Did that, I'm sure did, they're did that younger you, than me by a lot. Did that give you a number? How many uh, TikTok views or how many TikTok yeah. videos it's, it's been, uh, it has been in? 83.3 million oh views. And right now it's in 152 popular videos. Holy crap. Isn't that... Let's see. Well, if you actually watch the official music video, it's got 1.1 million views on YouTube. Say it again. Sorry. What there? The music video for this looks ridiculous, and it's got 1.1 million views, and it was just posted a month ago. I couldn't find a music video. You found one? I did, dude. It's got like dancing puppets. Of course it. And of this course is weird. That wouldn't be the first time that that happened. <laughs> well. I was going to look it up on TikTok, but TikTok just decided to stop working. Nice. So we'll we'll move on from that. Well, good for them. I'm sure we'll be hearing more from them. Or I'm not. I'm sure they're enjoying their TikTok fame. Yeah. Let me ask you this. Do you know the name Mark, F- is it Fleischman? Fleischman? Fleischman. Fleischman. Mm. Remind me who that is. Um, he was the former Studio 54 owner. Yeah. I know we okay. you mentioned you you mentioned in passing you mentioned uh, Studio Fifty Four the other day I think because you were talking about partying in the Studio Fifty Four days. Oh yeah, dude. Uh, have you heard the story about this guy? Like the recent story. Did they tell it in the movie with like Mike Myers and all those people that were in it? Uh, I don't know. It. I don't know. This this isn't like a story like that. This is kind of a bummer story. Uh, of course, but he's going to commit legal suit, legal assisted suicide. He's already oh. got the day planned out and everything. 
Jesus Christ. Yeah. So listen to this. Uh, the owner of Manhattan Studio 54, Mark Fleischman, chose to end his life through assisted, stu- assisted suicide on July 13th because the neurologists have been able to diagnose his ailment since 2016. He intends to employ the Swiss nonprofit assisted suicide organization Dignitas, which following a thorough screening process assists suicides by providing a least lethal dose of barbiturates. Good God. Can you imagine? How old is he? Um, uh, 82. He's got to be in his 80s. Yeah, how old? 82. Oh, yeah. I was going to say he's got to be. That's crazy. He said, but, his, his statement was, I can't walk, my speech is messed up, and I can't do anything for myself. In his conversation with the New York Post, I can't dress or put on my shoes, so my wife helps me to bed. I'm using a tactful exit strategy. For me, this is the simplest solution. He plans on flying to Zurich, Switzerland on July 8th and take a lethal dose of, of barbiturates on July 13th. Dude, can you imagine having a day that you know you're planning on? At least he's going to Zurich. Like he was like, I'm going to New Jersey to do it. I'm like, oh, that's a bummer. <laughs> <laughs> Switzerland's on my top. It's in my top five places I need to visit still. Before I, I die, I don't know much about but, about this kind of thing. But like, yeah, I don't either. Is so there, I'm not going to speak out of turn. I know. I'm just, like I'm just curious. Have. Is there any other kind of like? There's nothing in the U.S. that makes this legal, right? There's nobody know. that can assist with a suicide like that. I thought if you had, no, I. You know what? <laughs> okay, we don't, don't to, we don't have to. We don't have to. I get it. Okay, I, I'm thinking of like Law and Order episodes. I'm like, yeah, clearly there's because it, it, it's happened in Law and Order SVU. I remember, but no, I have no idea. Okay, I have no idea. Okay, yeah, the Studio 54 thing I was talking about. There's actually, and I I only know about this because I heard I heard um, Joey Diaz talking about it. Okay, but there on Sirius XM there is a Studio 54 channel. And what they'll do is they'll they'll play music that was popular during that era, whatever their run was. But then they'll also have people come in and tell their stories about going to Studio 54. And the way that Joey Diaz tells the story, I've never heard this, but the way that he told it was like, there's this couple, they were both dentists, but they lived on the, you know, both very wealthy, obviously lived in Manhattan and they would both party at Studio 54 every night. They would be there until 6 a.m., um, leave their kids with a nanny. They'd come home at 6 a.m., wake the kids up. You know, they'd sleep for, for, for two hours, three hours, wake the kids up, take the kids where they needed to be. They would go to work as dentists. They would take care of two clients, go home, take a nap, do it all over again the next night. I mean, huh. they, these people, like he basically explained it, like these people like said they did this seven days a week for a couple of years just partied their asses off but no one knew that they were dentists everyone thought they just fit in you know meanwhile oh. they're partying with like liza minnelli and shit and, right but they're just normal they're i mean you know dentists or dentists but i'm saying they're just like normal everyday people that i guess you know had the money had the looks had the had the whole vibe that they would just go and do it and people were like oh yeah they're, they're like, yeah come sit with me like Liza Minnelli's like, come sit with me. Fucking Bob Dylan's like, yeah, come sit with me. Whatever. I don't right. even know if Bob Dylan was there, but I'm trying to think. Of so 
dumb question here, but so Studio 54, this is actually a studio that all this went down? I don't know much about Studio 54. It was a nightclub. Oh, that was actually a club, and that's in, was that in New York or L.A. Yeah. or New York? Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Yes. Hmm. I don't know how people functioned. Like, how, I don't know how you did it. I don't know how Keith Richards is still alive. Cocaine? Well, cocaine is how you did it. Because <laughs> that allowed you to not sleep that much. Keith Richards, yeah, I don't know. He's an anomaly. Yeah. But I actually did hear, I heard an interview with him. Eh, I guess it's fairly recently. Um, he talked about, you know, a lot of the people, because he, he's, a, he's a heroin user. I don't know if he is anymore, but that was kind of his drug of choice for a very long time. But he always said that he paid extra to get pure shit, not street heroin, but pure fucking straight from the fucking fields heroin. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you know this, but heroin is really the only like illicit drug that doesn't impact all of your major organs. So it, how is that possible? I mean, it goes straight to your bloodstream, right? But yep, I guess but maybe it it's not It doesn't impact your liver. The, it doesn't impact your kidneys. It doesn't, you know. I guess they don't have to do anything to like, it doesn't use those things to like detoxify your body of it or anything like that. It does that. not. That's interesting. No. Okay. So don't, the, the way that you really die from it is you just take too much at one time. Okay. Right? Yeah. But anyway, yeah. So he, I remember him saying that in, 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 in an interview and he was like, yeah, the reason, it's like the reason that I never overdosed and the reason that I, you know, I just like, I got pure, pure shit. I didn't get anything off the street. I didn't, I'm like, well, must be nice to have Rolling Stones money, I guess, and be a drug addict. I don't know. Tell that to I don't. I don't know. I don't know what your knowledge is of heroin, but like, what? What's an example of like non-pure? Is it made with something else to make yeah. it just like well, like cocaine? Like you can make it cheaper by adding something yeah. else to it. Oh, okay. Same thing. Interesting. I wonder why they add Same to thing. it. All kinds of shit, man. I mean, I don't know. I've never. I don't. I don't know. I've partied, but I've never partied that hard. Um, yeah, that's a that's a whole nother level heroin's a level that I was always terrified of. And believe me, I was around people that did it. And I was just like, Nope. Another level. You no, know, I was actually just, I was actually just telling my wife this recently. I actually, actually had relations with a girl who at the time that we met and had relations, I did not know that she was on heroin. And then I remember going to a party again and actually seeing her do it. And I was like, oh, fuck me. Shit just got real for me. Um, you know, and so she like comes down from it, I guess. And naturally, like we had just hooked up. So she comes over and embraces me in a way that's like very, very much the same way as the first time we met. But then also like, I just saw you do heroin. So it's like, did you even know? The last time, and I don't know if she was the last, you know, the previous time, but I was like, did you even know the previous time what was happening? That sort of thing. Very, very, it's very real. Uh, and I remember that was the very moment where I was like, yeah, I don't think I'm ever going to do that. I don't think I'm ever going to do heroin. I think it, so, it just made so, me, so is it, it just not, gave me the creeps. I don't know. It's very it, weird. Is it not like the movies where like, as soon as you do it, you just lay back and you go into a zone? Oh no, for, 
Oh, for sure. Oh, okay. No, no, no. And, and for a very long time, well, this was a party, dude. I mean, I'm in it to win it. So I'm fucking <laughs> getting hammered. And, but I mean, I was there for several hours, but I mean, after eventually, you know, eventually she came down from it slightly, I guess. I mean, she still was zombified, but yeah, I mean, she could actually realize that it was me, that type of thing. It was, it was, dude, it was weird. It was weird. Uh, yeah. That, I think that was the <laughs> moment. I never had any desire to do hard shit like that. Mm-hmm. And that was the one that always terrified me. But no one ever put, no one ever asked me to. No one ever offered it to me, even though I was around it. So I was never like, I was never, I was never like peer pressured into it. And believe me, I can be peer pressured into back then anyway. I could have been peer pressured into quite a bit, but like, yeah, I was never, it always fucking freaked me out. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because of all the fucking, I'm using air quotes here, all of my heroes dying of heroin or using heroin and being all fucked up. It was just one of those things. It's like, yeah, I don't know about that. So yeah, that was a very real moment where I was like, ooh, I don't know if you're okay. And I definitely know we're not going to be having relations again. <laughs> That's for sure. Immediately right. got tested for STDs after that. Immediately. the Like the very next day. Smart move. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Very smart move. Yeah. <laughs> that time, negative. Thank God. I don't, I'm not going to ask any questions on how you just ended that, but I'm. <laughs> you saw through it. You saw through it. Uh-huh. Our listeners are smart. They understand what's going on. Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> Speaking of bad habits, you have some Bam Margera news. I do. So we talked about Such Bam. Such a bummer. I know. Well, I mean, it is, but it's not as bad as I was I was expecting it that it could be. So apparently, this this uh, rehab that he's been doing is court mandated, and he's doing. I guess he escaped. They they're calling it escaped the first time, and everybody was freaking out. People were saying like, "We know how this is going to end." He's going to go on this huge bender and, you know, probably kill himself, that kind of thing. Well, apparently he just didn't like how he was being treated at the rehab facility. Well, he ended up coming back and then he left again. But apparently people are saying that he's not like back on the wagon or anything. He's just not liking the treatment that he's getting at that rehab facility. So now he's tr- put himself in a new one. What what state is he in doing I this? don't know. I don't have that pulled up. Would you like me to pull it up to get some information? No, I mean, I'm just curious because, um, so, you know, most of the people I've been seeing talking about this, they're essentially like, he needs to be very, very far away from anyone he knows. And he basically needs to relocate to a place he's never been where he doesn't have, it sounds like in, in, in the impression that I get from him. And again, this is just why it's a bummer is he really, really has a hard time coping without, his family and his friends being somewhat near him, you know, like he's so codependent on the people that not enable him necessarily to drink and, and act out, but the people who enable him to be banned, you yeah. know, but yeah, this shit bums me out. Do I, I, I can't remember. I didn't recall that we actually talked about this on the pod. I know we talked about it. I know we talked about him a while back, but I don't know if we talked about him. Some of the comments I saw, I don't know if we talked about him leaving rehab or being missing or whatever, but some of the comments I saw, I just want to be like, people, 
like there is like one of the first did I send it to you the screenshot and like one of the first comments was like we all know where this ends up good riddance yeah. or something like that I'm like yeah what the fuck is wrong with people man people are gross yeah but but I mean they are but then again it's kind of hard to not assume the worst just just with knowing his past and knowing that he's yeah, but not if in a good Yeah, you don't know him, and... don't say anything. That's true. That's very true. Especially in a comment on social media. Well, I was going to say, so, if that was the case, social media wouldn't exist. That's very true. <laughs> doesn't make it right. doesn't make people less gross. That's true. I hate that shit, man. We got, uh, we got tons of haters now for that last video we put out about Jake Paul and Mike Tyson. I did see a few of those comments. I was pretty excited about them. And <laughs> you know what the cool thing is, is that uh, you're the one that's on the video. So they're actually hating on you. <laughs> yeah, they don't like me. <laughs> but I'll, 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 I'll say this. And I haven't even read all of them, but I know that they were bad. Because I get email notifications when someone posts a comment on YouTube. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know... And and I'll post this. I'll post this as well as you know. I'll, I'll I'll challenge anyone who left a comment to name me. I'll do this. I'll challenge anyone who left a comment to name me. I'll give them ten heavyweights of all time. I dare them to prove to me with statistics, fight records, and any proof they have that Mike Tyson was a better heavyweight in the history of boxing than the 10 that I would name. That would be my challenge because I have 10. I've thought about it. So something that stuck with me ever since we had that conversation was you said that he's not one of the best boxers of all time. He had one of the best title runs. And that, I'm confused on how that's not considered one of the best of all time. If you have one of the best title runs of all time. It was because of the impact that he had on boxing and on mainstream sports. He took the world by storm because he was very young. He was very, the way that he fought, he was just fucking demolishing people in the first round. He looked very good. He took the world by storm. Right. Okay. But when it all came down to it, all that pressure of being champion and being able to compose himself and be a true champion and defend the title against people who were actually considered to be a true challenge. He never did. Buster Douglas ended all of that. Yeah. But, his that, best, but that was his after best, how the best long win on his, what, but that was after how long? I mean, like what, what, do you mean? what did Tyson's record look like before Buster Douglas? Oh, it was great, but he had never fought any top. Cont- he, he, he didn't, he didn't fight. The likes of Riddick Bowe, Evander Holyfield. The best win on his resume, if you ask me, is Larry Holmes. Larry Holmes was 100 years old when he fought him, though. I'll pull up his record right now. Okay. Hang on one sec, because he's got a big Wikipedia. Okay. You want me to share my screen? We'll share my screen. Let's do it. Share this with you. Okay. So he's 50 and six in his career, 44 knockouts. Last two, uh, last two fights of his career, both losses, both by TKO. So let's go back to when he became champion. So Buster Douglas was in 1990. 
He was 37 and 0 when he fought Buster Douglas. Dang. Okay. Uh, he won the WBC title against Trevor Burbick in 1986 and then didn't lose until 1990. So a long run, like I said. Now, but you're telling me that the guys, 37 straight wins isn't impressive enough dude, to be one of the best but in, in the, the world? Era, in the era of heavyweight boxing, he beat who they put in front of him, but he never beat the big, the, the, the other big names in the heavyweight division other than Larry Holmes. I want to find out how old Larry Holmes was when he fought Mike Tyson. So they fought in 1988. Still, he's Larry Holmes is 72 years old. How old would he have been in 1988? Do the math for me. What'd you say? Seven. He's 72. They fought in 1988. So that's 34 years ago. So 72 minus 34, whatever that ends up being. Help me. I'm terrible at math. (laughs) Are you going to use a calculator for that? I am, yes. He was 37, right? How stupid. 38. 38. Yeah. So he fought Larry Holmes when Larry Holmes was 38 years old. And that to me is Mike Tyson's biggest win. He loses to Buster Douglas. He then goes on to win a shit ton of fights in a row against all second rate competition. Then he finally fights Evander Holyfield in 1996. And a lot of people, a lot of people talk about this, like, and that's the other thing that's funny about his fights with Evander Holyfield. A lot of people talk about like, Oh, well, he fought Evander Holyfield like two fights out of jail. So he wasn't warmed up. He wasn't like ready to go. No, 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 no. That's not true. He fought Evander Holyfield. Let's see. So Razor Ruddick was his last fight before he went to jail. He got out of jail, fought Peter McNeely, Buster Mathis, Frank Bruno, Bruce Selden, then fought Evander. So he had four fights. Before he fought Evander. And oh, by the way, he was the WBA champion. Right. Lost twice in a row to Evander Holyfield. He beat Francois Botha. No contest against Orland Norris. And so at this point, it's just all lost to Lennox Lewis in 2002. I'm not I'm not looking at it now because you pulled it down, but uh, I'm curious too. Like there was a there was a gap there from like 91 to well, 90, 94. That was when he was in jail. Yeah. Oh, okay. Gotcha. His first fight out of jail was Peter McNeely, a white guy that go back and, and YouTube that fight. Uh-huh. It's so funny because Peter McNeely's like, well, the only chance I have at winning is taking his head off. So let me go ahead and try and do that. And it just further enraged Mike Tyson. And it was like, yeah, it probably wasn't a good idea, Peter. Maybe box him up a little bit, see, see what happens. <laughs> Fucking. Uh, that guy got like a pizza hut endorsement after that. And he get K- he gets KO'd by a slice of pepperoni in the commercial. Nice. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> no, I mean, yeah. One of the greatest runs. Cause again, he took the world by storm, but no, not, he's not, he's not one of the greatest of all time. He's, he's certainly not one of the greatest boxers of all times. So when we're talking about all weight classes, he's not one of the best heavyweights of all time either. Okay. So, yeah. so this whole, uh, uh, I, I sent you off the air, uh, they're talking about, I guess it was solidified for like August, Jake Paul facing Fury, Tommy Fury. And now they're saying that he's not going to be able to, to get into the U S because of his ties to, to who, who's he, who's he tied to? 
Uh, it's some Irish gangster. I don't know. They they brought it up with Tyson Fury after his last win too. I don't know. I haven't really done the research on who the guy is and what their ties are, but I don't I don't understand how how that keeps you from entering the country. Well, I mean, if you if you're if you have links to a known criminal organization, they're certainly not going to let you into our country, and vice versa. Hmm. You know, yeah. I wonder what the link is. Not that easy. How, how well, that's how I always like how people are like, yeah, if, if Trump gets elected, I'm moving. Like to where? I like how you think it's going to be so easy to just move somewhere, right? You know, uh-huh. try moving to Australia. They will put you on a boat and put you out in the middle of the fucking water with fucking saltwater <laughs> crocs and fucking sharks that'll rip your asshole out. Like, wasn't that, you in wasn't that a thing back? Was it when Trump got elected? Wasn't it Rosie O'Donnell that said if he won, she was moving? And then after he won, everybody was like, hey, uh, why are you still here? <laughs> yeah, she's hilarious because it's not that easy <laughs> to just move out of the country. Right. It takes time. Yeah. There are people who have moved here that have lived here for several years that aren't even American citizens yet. But, uh, you know, so again, I, I throw that challenge out to anybody who commented on the Mike Tyson video. We, I'll give you, I'll give you my top ten, and then you can prove to me that they don't have, that they don't deserve to be on the list before Mike Tyson. But those comments, you know, I'm glad they make you happy because most there are some people who cannot handle them. Have you? seen anything or paid any attention to this whole Brendan Schaub just just overall hate he gets online and overall drama he's had with several people now uh meaning who I mean I think I've seen well, stuff in passing but I haven't really dove into any of it well he accused Bobby Lee and his whole team of having like this whole subreddit where they've just harassed him for like six years and like threatened his family and all this shit. And he actually went on their podcast and talked about it with them, which was so funny. He was like, dude, you were not prepared for that. You weren't prepared to like give information, but is it you and I, isn't Bobby Lee, not the best person. Like Bobby Lee's connected to a lot of people that Brennan Schaub's connected to. Yeah. Like, it seems like calling him out would be a bad idea. We did. And Brian Callen like threatened to end his career and shit. Brendan's? No, Bobby's. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. This is all over, dude. You can YouTube all of this. Uh, yeah, it's I'm gonna pretty, have to. These are all adults, by the way. I want to point this out. <laughs> but you and I, once upon a time, when that news came out that Brendan was suing that YouTuber, the first one, and now he's suing several, apparently. I brought up that on that podcast there was Bobby Lee's girlfriend. Annie Lederman and Esther, whatever her last name is, they have a, a podcast called Trash Tuesdays. And they talked about how they didn't say his name, but Brendan Schaub was hitting on them or whatever. Yeah, that's right. Which created all of these internet memes and all of these videos all over YouTube. And it's kind of what prompted this one, this first YouTuber that he's suing to pull up to, there was surveillance footage apparently of like Brendan giving his phone number to a girl or something. I don't know. He's married. So like it's what prompted this whole thing. And I remember saying in our video, I go, why doesn't he just go after that podcast? Why doesn't he take it up with them? Why, why go after the small YouTuber who's just trying to get views and trying to like monetize or trying to make 18 bucks on right. YouTube? 
Right. You know? Mm-hmm. And then, you know, fast forward several months later, and now it all finally comes to a head. And this is exactly what he did, but he went on Bobby Lee's podcast to talk about it. But then on his own podcast, he talks about like how all the online comments just crush him. Like he can't handle them. Like, dude, you're in the wrong business then. Yeah, you ain't kidding. Like it. I don't, if you, how do you, how do you, how are you such good friends with Joe Rogan, but are someone who reads all of your comments that happen? Isn't Joe Rogan like the number one guy that says, dude, don't like you, you've got to, you, you have to post and retreat. That's all you can do. Yeah. But apparently Joe Rogan has a company who like pulls videos down and censors people. Allegedly, or a company that he's like closely tied to. Again, this is all hearsay. Yeah, on the internet, I don't know. I would never accuse him of that. Yeah, uh, but no, I mean, if you're that sensitive to the comments, you're probably in the wrong, wrong business. Yeah, stand-up comedy, music, being an athlete, like pfft, can't pay attention to the comments. And I know we we all do this for attention, so it's hard not to read them, and it's hard not to want to go. Hey, fuck you. But it's at the end of the day, it's all you. Have you ever commented on a YouTube video? I don't think so. How about on a Facebook post? Not unless it was like a friend or something, but nothing like something positive, right? Yeah. Nothing ever negative. No. Yeah. Do you ever, do you ever get sucked down the comment thread? rabbit hole though on any social media platform uh lately i have <laughs> but i won't get into it and i think you know what i'm talking about yeah um lately i have nothing that i've posted obviously but uh i try not to it's toxic dude it's toxic it is i had a buddy that posted something when the roe v wade decision came out mm-hmm. a couple of days ago um, he recently just had a daughter and he posted something like, man, it's going to be really hard for me to raise my daughter in this shit and have to explain all of this and have to like, you know, in, in the first comment on what he said, some guy like, I have a daughter and everything's fine. I think you're being too sensitive or whatever he said, something like that. Right. I'm like, I want that guy to get heat. Like, I want that guy to get hit by a meteorite. Fuck you. Right. So what? You have a daughter too? Great. You're not him. You're not his daughter. Your right. daughter's not his daughter. The fuck are you talking about? Believe me, I've seen many things where I go, well, no, but I don't say anything. I would never comment. So that's my whole point. Like, we get bad comments. We've had some bad comments. Guess what? You watched our video. Right. You took the time to comment on it. Right. What are we even talking about? Right. Who's right versus who's wrong? Well, I don't know. Well, that that's gotcha, like, bitch. You commented. Like, what do you? What do you? I mean, if, if you have, if, if you are taking any time out of your day to post a negative comment on anybody else's social media, you need to rethink your life for one. But for two, like people don't take advantage of the unfriend button or the unfollow button or anything like that because they need to see the drama and they need to be involved in it. I think some people do. But then I think some people don't want to look like they're they like by doing that, it, it lets people know that it bothers you. So then they just create another account 
and they keep commenting. And they create another account. They keep commenting. Are you describing you know, trolls? Just, <laughs> yeah. Some of those. Yeah. But with Brendan Schaub, you know, he, he admitted on his own podcast, like this stuff hurts my feelings. And he was almost like crying. I'm like, bro, you just opened the floodgates. Like, what do you think is going to happen now? It's one thing for it to bother you, but don't let people know it bothers you. Right. But apparently there's all this other stuff. Like his whole claim was that there was like death threats on his family and his kids. And, you know, uh, a video was on their, excuse me, on the subreddit of like some kid being abused by like some kid with autism being abused by like an adult, all this shit, all this like negative toxic shit. I'm like, yeah, that all sounds terrible. And that would bother me too. But to actually like try and act like you know who did it. Right. Cuz that's what he was like trying to do. He was trying to prove that it was Bobby Lee yeah. and his whole podcast crew that was behind it, which was like that's a reach, man. That is that is a reach. Like you're going to have to know someone at Reddit to get like the HTML and, and like everything behind the scenes. Like how are you going to get that? You know? Right. But he claimed to have a team who had all that information, but it's my biggest thing is this. And, and it's like, I'm not, I don't dislike Brennan child. I'm not going to sit here and say anything negative about him, but I will say this. He brings a lot of this upon himself and he has to understand that if you want to be the guy, meaning the guy who is better than everybody else is better looking than everybody else dresses better than everybody else is funnier than everybody else is more successful than everybody else. You have to be able to, absorbs most of the hate you do yeah you just do but he has this thing that he does where it's like he'll say something that he knows is wrong but like a child he'll still stand by it when he's corrected and it's always like the you need to have some humility and some self-awareness like if you get called out for being a moron go god I'm, i'm an idiot and people will laugh at you and they'll go about their day but he doesn't like to do that yeah you know, and I think that's the biggest problem. And again, if you're not used to being in the public eye and you're not used to having to deflect a lot of people's criticism, it's very natural that you're going to be like, no, no, I was right. And no, you weren't. We can prove to you that you weren't. You sure you want us to do that? Just say that you're wrong now. Right. <laughs> save, save, save yourself the headache and, and the embarrassment, but. He's one of those guys that it's, and maybe it's like a, I don't know. A lot of people on the internet seem to think it's CTE. A lot of people on the internet seem to think that he's unintelligent. I mean, I think it's like you're wrapped up in the moment and you're unaware. We all make critical mistakes when we're under. Plus he has a giant ego and probably overconfidence on everything so he you pretty much have in his instance he thinks he has to double down on something even if he knows he's wrong well that's a very weird thing to do when you talk for hours upon hours for a living and you're in the public eye at least on the internet which is the worst place to be in the public eye right but in his in his mind he's probably thinking me looking like or me being proven that i'm wrong on something makes him look worse or at least makes him feel worse because of his ego. Gotta lose that, man. Yeah, I know. <clears throat> lose your ego. Play yeah. the play the video I sent you because this kind of backs up what I'm saying. Okay. Like it's one of those moments where it's like, no, bro, just just admit that you're 
Now, who, just to, like, now, sometimes just take a back seat from the conversation, you know, like I get it. You're doing a podcast and you want to be involved constantly. It is your show, but sometimes just take a back seat. Right. Yeah. All right. I'm going to share this. Now, who, who is this with? Who is the other guy in this? Oh, Chris Lee is in this. I know. Yeah, and then the other dude's name is Jeff Dye. He was actually recently oh, that, in St. Louis. Okay. That's Jeff Dye. Okay, cool. I didn't, I, yeah. I've, I've heard him before, but I never seen him. All right, here we go. Is it on? Uh, two seasons. Yeah. Oh, you enjoy show. doing it? Yeah, it's fun. Season one, we went to Asia forever. And then season two, we went to Europe, Africa, and. Uh, damn, you went to Africa? Well, just for one location. God damn it. What was I going to say? We were in uh, Morocco. Jesus Christ, dude. People say Africa like it's a country. I do it too all the time. Africa is a country. What? <laughs> Africa is a country. That's yeah, a big continent. It's a continent, though, yeah. So, like, Egyptians are technically... He looks African. so confused right now, doesn't he? Emotional damage! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Moroccans yeah, are... Everybody's sure. claiming Africa, but it's, it's a whole... Africa but, but, so but, many different places. Yeah, but it's like it's I'm like, American, but I I'm know, from no, fucking I, Denver. I, 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 I know. You stupid fucking no. cunt. Where did you learn your trade, you stupid fucking cunt? You idiot. How, how long was it on? <laughs> I don't know who made the video. We should probably give them credit Nick, for that, but Nick. fine. So that's one of those moments where it's like, no, man, don't do that. He was so invested in that too, wasn't he? Yeah. He wanted to be involved. That's what I'm saying. It's yeah. like sometimes just go, don't say what's on your mind. Like you, you, it's almost like he set him up. Like, yeah, African people, Africa, people talk about it like it's a country. I do it too. Well, Africa is a country. Huh? Like it was like a setup. <laughs> I wish I, I wish I, was able to see Chris D'Elia's face when I said that. So that's just one of many moments that you can find. And again, I'm immersed in this because I take a lot of shits and it comes up in my YouTube feed. But I'm just immersed in this Brendan Schaub hate. And, and look, like, again, you're never going to see me post a video hating on the guy. I'm not going to make memes about the guy. You know, but uh, we do, we're on the same medium as him. We podcast, we do, we, so... I want, I want to just let people know that I'm very much aware of where the criticism comes from. doesn't mean I agree with it, but I will say he needs to lighten up, I guess. It's hard. I get it. It's hard. It's not easy. And I can't <laughs> imagine. I mean, he's obviously way more popular than you and I, so I can't imagine the types of comments he gets. He claims to not be on social media and not look at any of it, but come on. Right. Yeah, you do. <laughs> he contradicted himself by saying, yeah, it makes me upset. So it's like, well, then you, you look at it. So eh. YouTubers. Yeah. Well, while we're talking about podcast, I'm curious, do you know, have you listened to any, um, it seems like they're getting more popular now. Have you listened to any podcast that involve people on like TV shows that you like that there, there's this new phenomenon of, uh, podcasts going on where they're starting at like episode one of the show and it's, you know, people that were on the show and then talking about each episode and going through it and stuff like that. I, I enjoy like the behind the scenes stuff on a lot of different shows that I like and all that kind of stuff. I was just curious if you've ever, if you listen to anything like that. Well, I know that there's the, it's always sunny one. Yeah. Which I'm okay with because that shows hilarious and those guys are funny. Yeah. And they generally, from what I've listened to anyway, they do talk about the origins of the episodes and, mm -hmm. you know, 
But also there are people like doing shows where they're cast members of shows, but they're just talking about their thoughts on fucking Ukraine. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not down with that. I'm not, I don't care. Right. I don't care. It's always sunny is really the only one that I know. Okay. I know. I like, know you told me, doesn't Jason Bateman do a podcast? He does, but it's not about, uh, it's not about arrested development or anything. It's no. just him giving his thoughts on the world. I mean, the, like different scenarios from Arrested Development stuff come up because Will Arnett is on the show too. It's Jason Bateman, Will Arnett, and Sean Hayes. Yeah, see, here's the thing. I'd rather those guys just be actors. <laughs> Why? Does that make sense what I'm saying? Like, Jason Bateman, I, I, dude, I love Jason Bateman. He's yeah. a fucking great actor. Will Arnett, eh, okay, fine. Sean Hayes, that's the guy from... Uh, Will and Grace. Uh, what is it? Will and Grace. Does he play the homosexual man? Yes. On Will and Grace? Okay. Yes. No, again, nothing against him either. I, it's fine. But like, I I, I don't want to hear them talk about anything. Well, Well, it's an interview show, though. Every episode is an interview with someone else. But, okay. it, but it's all... Who is someone they've interviewed? I mean, they've had Charlie Day and Rob Ooh. McElhenney on the show. They've had, I mean... Uh, All right, go somewhere else. Like, how about like a politician? Uh, yeah, they have, but I can't Oof. remember who. Yeah, see, I don't, I don't want to hear. See that? Yeah, I mean, that wasn't really in my realm, but I listened to it because I like those guys. Um, but I mean, you know, I want to hear Jason Bateman talk about how much blow he did while filming <laughs> Teen Wolf Two. Like, I don't want to hear. They do throw, they do throw some jokes in there like that. I mean, that talk about. I want his a whole co- episode his, co- his cocaine days. I want to hear about how much blow he did and how many chicks he banged yeah. while filming Teen Wolf Two. Yeah. And then I want to hear about afterwards. The movie was a giant flop and it was a total embarrassment. Yeah. And he thought his career was over, so then he started doing more blow. Like that's what I want to hear about. <laughs> I want to hear your podcast talking about all the blow that Jason Bateman did. <laughs> I'll do one. And his career. <laughs> We're best friends. Yeah. Do you ever watch? He show- was one of those guys, though, didn't he? He has like a tell-all story. Was like, I was a mess and whatever. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, he was a kid actor. He, I think he started yeah, child, in like yeah. he started in like Little House on the Prairie. Yeah. Then he had the Hogan family. And his and si- his sister Teen Wolf too. His sister was in one of the. She uh, was in Family Ties. Yeah, Family Ties. Yep. Uh, what is her name? Uh, Can't remember. Christine Bateman? Maybe. Damn it. Justine. Justine, Justine that's Bateman. That's it. That's it. Yep, Justine. Yeah. She played Mallory on Family Times. Jeez, you know way too much about this. It's in a Naughty by Nature song. That's how I always remember that. <laughs> that's how my brain works. Oh, my gosh. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I don't know if I want to. So what's another one? So Jason Bateman has one. Who else? Uh, Like Scrubs. Um, Zach Braff and Donald Faison are doing one. Don't give a fuck. Yeah. Do they talk about scrubs? Yeah. I mean, they're, they do a lot of the same thing. They 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 go episode by about how sometimes you just got to go for it. Like a Gary V type podcast. No, let me guess. (laughs) Don't lie. No, it's more of a follow each episode by episode. I, I think it's kind of a cool idea because you can, like if you are a really big fan of that show, you can start with episode one and and yeah. watch it as they're watching it because what I'm finding out is... Wait, they watch the episodes on the show? No, 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 no. They oh, all okay. watch it before they come on and talk about it. 
but I'm finding more and more about actors and actresses who don't ever watch anything that they put out. Oh, I don't blame them. Which is, that, that's kind of crazy that, that that's your career is to do this, but you won't actually go back and watch it. You, you find it weird that I say I never listen to my own stuff. And if it plays, I leave the room. Yeah. It's a real thing, dude. If you're, if you create something, you don't want to like ever see it again. It's very but, weird. But why? I know but it's what's hard to, the, what's the, I don't understand it. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying do something and be like, Oh, this is the best thing I've ever done with everything that you do. And you just have to watch it over and over and over again. But I'm talking like there are, there are actors and actresses who did sitcoms that were 10 seasons long and they say, I haven't watched anything besides the first season. Like oh, how, yeah. do, how mean, do you if know I, if I, just by ratings, that's the only way you know if you put out a good product. I, I think a lot of times you just, you just know, <laughs> I think you know okay. that it's going to be good. Okay. Just based on what it is. And they do like test screenings and all that bullshit. I mean, dude, if I was in Friends, I would have never watched any episodes of Friends. Seriously. I don't know. It's a weird thing. I, it's hard for me to explain. But I think like most people, you know that actors have to be batshit crazy, right? Well, yeah, I assume. To do that, you have to be nuts. Yeah. Otherwise, you're not good. To be a musician, to be an artist, to be whatever, you have to be, you have to come from a place that like, propels you to be able to create good art you know it's kind of one of the funniest things i haven't watched it yet and i might watch it tonight that mgk documentary we were talking we were talking about like a lot of it or some of it focuses on like the fact that like comes from a broken home like his dad kicked him out and all this shit and he like i guess a lot of the criticism for him is he like plays the victim in all this and a lot of the criticism like the criticism is yeah, dude, every person who's been an artist, especially a musical artist, comes from a shitty, broken situation. It's what spawned these songs, you know? Yeah. Now, so stop feeling so sorry for yourself type thing. Something um, I, I heard today, I actually, I seen the article about it too. Uh, have you seen, I, I think they talk about it in the documentary. Have you seen this whole thing about uh, MGK and having a shotgun in his mouth? So apparently, apparently it's in the documentary and there's a part in it where I guess Megan Fox was in a different country or a different city or something filming and he was home alone and I don't know if he was high. I don't know if what, what was going on, but he was pretty much ready to end it. And apparently he was on the phone with Megan Fox and he had a shotgun in his mouth and tried to pull the trigger and when he did, it jammed. This is in the documentary. I think I could be wrong. Like there's, they just discuss it, or there's video of I him trying to. I don't. I mean, I doubt there's video of it. Well, now I have to watch it. Uh, now, don't quote me on that. It may not actually be in the documentary. I just know that I seen the article about it, and I thought it said that it was um, part of the documentary, but I could be wrong. Okay. Well, I'll be on the lookout for that. Yeah. Um, yeah, dude, he talks about in lyrics, like he struggles with all of this shit, just depression, addiction, self-loathing, like we all do, you know, yeah, it's, but it's, it's, isn't it kind of crazy and it, not just MGK, but, you know, talking about MGK, knowing that 
that happened, like he could, there's a possibility that he wouldn't be here anymore. Like, isn't that, yeah. isn't that crazy? That's, that's just crazy that, uh, you know, a matter of a second can make somebody not be here anymore. Well, yeah. Well, Jesus Christ, how heavy are you trying to get on this podcast? I mean, Jesus. Well, I mean that that kind of goes. Eh, I, I we don't have to go. We don't have to go too heavy, but I, I don't know Let's if we. Not. Well, let me ask you this: Have have we ever talked about the Kurt Cobain and Courtney Love situation? Which part of it? Well, I just want to like what your opinion is. Do you think she had anything to do with it, or do you think that he did it on his own? Man. Um, I'm sure you've watched some of the documentaries and stuff, right? Like the soaked in bleach and stuff like that. Is that the latest one to come out? I'm not sure. So I, I watched the one where they talked to the guy who apparently was the hitman that she hired. And the problem that I have with that is that guy is crazier than she is. <laughs> so it's hard to really take seriously anything that he says, but it's also, he builds a timeline, and I don't know if you've seen this, but he builds a timeline of events and says a lot of things that you go, man, it'd be really hard to make that up, especially if you were as dumb as this guy. Yeah. Like, these are things that he just remembers. Not necessarily that he, like, because it, it was like a real situation to him. Uh, so I would one while watching it and I watched it a second time. And I think maybe the second time I was like, God, this is so stupid. Why am I watching this? <laughs> but the first time I was like, Oh man, that was kind of crazy. Um, things about like, I remember him mentioning, like she mentioned to him that she was going to go on vacation with Billy, Billy Corgan of smashing pumpkins, mm -hmm. who people always accused her of having an affair with while she was still with him and all this stuff. But for him to like, he mentioned like details where you go, is this guy really capable of making that up? Like mentioned where they were going on vacation, what dates, how long they were going to be gone, that type of thing. It's mm -hmm. like, ugh. now somebody could have told you for the sake of this documentary to say those things, which is very possible. Yeah. But I don't know. Um, I don't I think, know where I, think, I stand, dude. I, think was I don't it, like her. Was she it the, sucks. She does. But what was it the... I don't know if you watched the soaked and bleach one, but I think the soaked and bleach one talks about how the what like the way the shotgun would have been pointed at him, he wouldn't have been able to pull the trigger, and where the shotgun shells were had fallen on the ground was impossible for them to be in that position in that spot. If he would have well, done never it mind, himself, never mind and, the lethal dose of heroin that he right was in his system. Which, yeah, which they say he would yeah. not have been able to use a shotgun with that and with that in his body well let's call back the story i told about 20 minutes ago i've seen it in action yeah i find it hard to believe that anybody could pull it off now if you want it badly enough and you needed the heroin to numb you enough to actually go through with it okay i, I it's not outside it's not impossible but whew, man it's it's I don't know. Do you? Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know why the name of the podcast is is leaving my brain right now. But you know who Dan Cummins is the stand up comedian. Mm -hmm. What is his yeah. podcast called? Do you, I don't know. I didn't. Well, I 
I'm sure he has a podcast, but I've never listened to it. It's it's but I know who he is. it's really good, and he goes very very in depth with everything that he talks about. Um, and he did the Kurt Cobain and Courtney Love story, and it actually I don't. It's been a while since I listened to it, but it actually turned my brain to thinking that he did it on his own. Uh, but it's it's really good if you ever. Well, feel what does like he say? Listening to it, like I said, I don't remember. Okay, but he I'm, thinks that he thinks Kurt Cobain killed himself. Yeah. I mean, he talks about how I mean, like Courtney Love was definitely a, a huge part of like his depression and stuff. Like she wasn't. I don't think she was helping matters any. But as far as like. Who actually did it? He says that he one hundred percent believes that Cobain did it himself. But what is his what are what are his reasons behind I w- that? I would have to listen to it again to bring to bring all that to the table. It's I'll go check like, it out. It's been like two years since I listened to it. Is is he is he a ballistics expert or what? What's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> He's like you and I just giving his opinion on the matter. I mean, it's not really opinion. Like he does, him and his uh, his people do like very very thorough research. Like it, it takes. Apparently, it takes like six months of research to put out one episode on different things. That's what his podcast is about. Yeah, but was it like it, a true crime podcast or something? No, um, he. I mean, he does everything, like uh, all kinds of everything from the story of the Titanic to like, like wait medieval Dan, stuff. Who did you say? Dan Cummins. Are you talking about Dan Carlin? No, Dan Cummins. You're talking about hardcore history, right? That's that's. I thought Dan, Dan Cummings was a stand-up comedian. He is, but he also does a podcast about all about. See, this is what I'm talking about. Just be funny, bro. I don't want to hear your thoughts <laughs> on fucking. This is oh, saying like I don't time... want to hear Jason Bateman talk about. So time suck. That's what it's called. Okay. Uh, so like the DC sniper attacks, um, the Ripper crew, satanic serial killers, like the Holocaust. So who is this team, and, and what what of, investigative journalism are they doing? You would, uh, let's see. Each week, Dan Cummins takes fascinating listener-suggested topics and enthusiastically dives into time sucks about everything from Charles Manson to the Lizard Illuminati. Um, it's mainly him and one other guy. I know that, but I don't know who the guy, what the guy's name is or anything. Interesting. Anyways, Maybe not. You, you yeah, I don't know if I care. You should check it out. You should check it out. He had he had a bit that just went. Uh, I don't know if it went viral, but I saw it come up about abortion. Uh oh. And I'm not gonna dare try to do it. But I'm just gonna say this: anyone that <sighs> go check it out. That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. Was this pre- the, was it, this previous to everything that's been going down the last couple of days? He did tell it previously to the decision. Okay. But I guess it came out and got leaked because of the decision. But go ch- go check it out. Go check it out. Okay. That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. I- I'm telling you and whoever is listening, if you want, but you especially. Yeah. Because you obviously are a fan because you listen to his boring podcast about <laughs> the Titanic. But like... <laughs> Um, yeah, go check it out. Go check it out. Okay. Dan is Dan Carlin, the hardcore history guy. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I made it through about maybe three or four of his podcasts. And I was like, dude, you're, this is way too deep. I don't know if I care Yeah. that much about well, the battle of whatever, but yeah, I mean, they're, they're interesting. Um, but like 
Dan Cummins has some episodes like that too, where I really want to be, I really want to know and I really want to be invested, but my mind wanders too much. And if you got a See podcast that's Why an don't you hour just be and a funny? half, <laughs> if you got that's a podcast that's an hour and a half long and you've, you know, going that deep on stuff, I, I miss stuff. And then if you miss it, you got to go back and I, I can't, I just can't do it. Yeah. I mean, all that makes sense. I, you, I re- what's the last Rogan episode I listened to? I was just thinking of something. So remind me, tell me after I'm done with this Rogan thing that I was thinking of something and hopefully it comes back to me. But the last Rogan episode I listened to is the one with, he does this like regular podcast now with Mark Norman, Shane Gillis and Ari Shafir. Rogan does. And Yeah. Really? Yeah. It's called protect our parks or something like that. It's, it, it's the four of them getting fucking ripped. And just being four stand-up comedians in a room together. Okay. Oh wait, I seen a picture. Did you see that picture the other day? You said Ari Spheres on it too. Mm-hmm. There was a picture. Are they doing it in his studio? Yeah, in no, Rogan's studio. Podcast. Okay, yeah. So yeah. I'm Ari Shafir, I think was like passed out on the floor, and there was about 500 beer cans on the table. Okay. And so I'm that's assuming exactly that's why, what it that's is. Exactly where I was going with this. I okay. can't believe you read my mind. But, uh, you know, Shane Gillis, I guess, Ari Shafir said that he could drink as many Bud Lights. Now, I'm saying this and I'm looking at you like this because it's Bud Lights. Uh-huh. Drink as many Bud Lights as Shane Gillis. And I think he got to like 10 before it was like, all right, I am shit faced. Can I say something? Uh-huh. I was drinking 10 Bud Lights when I was <laughs> 17 years old. <laughs> It's basically like drinking 10 cans of water. Yeah. So I'm almost like, man, you guys want to have a pedestrian in there who won't be as funny, but I'll, I will go beer for beer with Shane Gillis. If we're drinking Bud Light, that I can guarantee. This is coming from the guy who we go to a concert and you drink all night long and then you go home and you wake up the next morning and run five. What was I doing? You ran five miles Yep. and you text me and said, you're an idiot. You, because you got up and ran five miles, and then about 15 minutes later, I get a picture of a beer in front of you again. <laughs> That's balance, I guess, day. right? That's balance? Father's Day. <laughs> well, it was balance, yeah. Well, it wasn't a beer. It was a bloody beer, which makes it even better. Yeah. Um. Yeah, man. But I, that was I the had, last episode I, no idea, I watched. I had no idea that Rogan was doing another show. Is this a Spotify no, no. thing? No, 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 no. It's his show. It's his show. They just gave it a goofy name. Oh, okay. You had me confused. I was like, I can't. It's the fourth one he's done where it's like, I'm going to have these same guys in. We're going to give it a funny name. Yeah, no, no. It's his show. Gotcha. But that was the last one that I watched. And even like, it was a long one. And those guys are funny. Don't get me wrong. But even like, you said an hour and a half long podcast. I was like two hours into that one. I'm like, I got to be honest, guys. I'm getting kind of fucking bored. And now that I'm getting bored, you guys are getting shit-faced. Yeah. It's almost like I have to get shit-faced with you to appreciate what's happening. Did you ever listen to the early, early episodes of the ro- of his show? Well, back, nope. when, back when it was just him and uh, Brian Redband? Nope. No? And I won't. I won't. Yeah. I mean, it will I- probably make me want to not listen anymore. And I still do value some of the guests that he has on, and I do appreciate it. Yeah. Even though he's had his moments, he's had his moments with me lately where I'm like, ugh. 
like the cigars. I'm sorry, dude. They just enrage me in a way that I can't articulate, but no, I know exactly the first episode that I watched or that I listened to. It was after Stipe beat Fabricio Verdum and he had Eddie Bravo on. It was the very first episode I saw. I remember hearing about it and I remember seeing like clips on YouTube and never paid attention. Uh, And I don't know what it was that made me sit down and commit my time to that one, but that was the first one. Huh. Kind of weird, but no, no, I'm sorry. I take that back. It was after Connor lost to Nate. Sorry. Okay. I'm wrong. That was the first one. And then the second one I watched was after Stipe beat Fabricio. He had Brendan Schaub on. And that's how I discovered. Well, I knew who Brendan Schaub was. Right. But then that's how I. And then after that, I started like doing a little bit of research and going back in time. And, but no, I've never gone way back. No. Okay. But uh, yeah, whatever I was talking about that I wanted to say, I forgot about it. It's gone. So. <laughs> I was actually uh, kind of like on an empty spot of podcast today while I was at work. And I was thinking, man, I should listen to Rogan. And then I realized he's only on Spotify and I don't have a Spotify and I don't plan on getting Spotify. So good for you. I chose not to. Is that my influence? No, I just, I never have liked Spotify. It sucks, right? Yeah. The setup what, sucks and using it so sucks. So like, and... here's my biggest complaint. When you go into Spotify and you want to search for a song, so you type in the artist's name, you type in the song. You can't play that song. It plays a playlist that that song might appear in. So do you have to be like a premium member to search for a song and play it directly? I mean, it wouldn't surprise me any. Let's test it out. We're going to use one of my songs. Ready? Uh-huh. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go to the Rocky Rocky page. I'm going to click on the latest release. Okay. Comes mm-hmm. up. Gives me the option to play. I'm going to hit play. Now, what's the over-under that it's actually my song? Go ahead. I, 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 you, are you wanting a number? <laughs> no, we'll just do it. Here we go. Ready? So who is this? Your voice sounds different. Yeah, no shit. That's American <laughs> Dream Machine with their song Seraphim. Even though I click play on my own song. So what the fuck's that about? So you clearly have to be a premium member to. All right, listeners, (laughs) someone email us and let me know how Spotify works. I'm really annoyed by this. Yeah. Well, I wonder, I wonder if podcasts are the same way. I still want to know. I wonder if podcasts are the same way. What is it? I wonder if podcasts are the same way. Because we are, we're on Spotify. They're not. They're not. We are? Yeah. We're on Spotify, bro. We are going to make it. You didn't know we were on Spotify? Why would I know that? Uh, I don't know, because you're a a part of the podcast? It's very true. Let's look it up. What are we called? Oh, okay. Well, that we may have issues. How many raised on the radios are there? I don't know. Look for our logo. Should be on there. Oh, we came up first. Look at that. Why did we disappear? What happened? There we are. Colt Brocato and Patrick Blair. So latest go. episode, episode 108, Entourage from the Woods. So I'm going to click on it, and I'm going to click play. You ready? 
Yeah, and it's probably going to play a Joe Rogan episode. Yep. <laughs> Hey, that is you. So the podcast worked, but the music doesn't. <laughs> Isn't your fucking silk your your oh, sites about music, not podcast? Why doesn't the music just play? You want to play a song, you let it play. What the fuck? Does that not annoy you? <laughs> let me try it again. Maybe it's just because I'm searching for my own shit. I'm not logged in as Rocky Rocky though. Am I? How do you find that out? Nope, I'm not. All right, so. Name a song. Name a band. Name a song quickly. Breaking Benjamin. Oof. What song? Saturate. Okay. Perfect. Really sad that you knew a song that quickly that wasn't polyamorous, but. Dude, Breaking Benjamin is like my favorite band. Oh my God. You knew this by now. I actually don't even know what that song sounds like. All right, Breaking Benjamin fan, what song is this? I know the song. I don't know the name of it off the top of my head. <laughs> All right, man. I'm sorry. I can't do that. Uh, that was uh, Failure by Breaking Benjamin. Okay. Okay. So it doesn't play the song you want to play. So clearly you have to fucking... What, what is... If you're listening now... Message me, email us, let us know. This is annoying. I just want to know for my own sanity. All right, man. Okay. <laughs> We've talked about a lot. There's been a crying kid who took his biggest shit of his life so far. It's impressive. Anything else? I don't think so. I think that's a good note to leave on. Let's go. I was holding on too tight, and I was straight.